Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. Okay. What a what a what a time to be alive! What a time to be alive, huh? Only three hundred and sixty-three days until Christmas. Are you counting it down? I can't believe it's over. Listen, for all of you who are sitting back and saying I couldn't eat another thing, you don't have to. You can just listen. Yeah. Eat with your ears in this case. Uh, But but also, it ain't over, man. It ain't over. It's the holidays. It is the holidays. There's still entertaining to do. Uh, I don't know what you're giving people yet. You haven't exactly, but what I'm doing is I'm being considerate of their feelings right. and emotions and giving something a little lighter. Oh, Actually, that's nice. not even true. This could be, it doesn't have to be like, but there's a lighter version. For me, the stomach expands. Yeah. It's made to expand and contract. I mean, <laughs> so, so I'm just testing those boundaries right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of uh, expansion, I want to thank you for buttoning up all the buttons I, on your shirt today. Uh, thank you. I can't see a thing. I made sure I wore a large, large shirt today yeah, so, yeah, that, yeah. so that it's we wouldn't great. run into that kind of problems. Uh, this is Ali Hassan. This is Marco Timpano. And you're listening to Eat and Drink. Yeah. And the holidays. I hope you had a good Christmas if you celebrate it. I had. Uh, I always celebrate. I right. always celebrate. I, I won't talk about it. I was actually uh, right talking now. to our listeners. I wasn't talking to oh, you. Oh, you're not talking to me? It's so difficult when you look me directly sure. in the eyes, passionately. <laughs> and I'm like, well, he's got to be, this is, he's speaking to my soul. I am. Let's talk to the listeners. Okay. I don't even remember what I was saying, but I hope you FYI, had a great Christmas. FYI, I had a good Christmas. They, I hope they did too. I had a great Christmas. Yeah. I had a great Christmas. And the drink I want to mention today is a drink if you have some leftovers. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Because we did the eggnog. We did the mulled wine. So what do you do a few days after Christmas? You have people dropping in. We're still wishing you a Merry Christmas, right? So what do you do? So I'm going to make a cranberry sour. Okay. But before we do that. I had my birthday a couple um, couple weeks ago. A yeah. Week, a week ago. Right? I remember. I and brought you apple pie. You did. Yeah. Delicious, homemade, uh, lattice-worked apple yeah. pie. Thank I, you, sir. I feel bad because you have that birthday that is so close to Christmas and people are going yeah. one or the other. Yeah. Right? Or if they do the combination. Anyway, you're like uh, Just, sucks, a, just a tip. A yes. tip for people listening who have friends or family who are born in December this close to Christmas. Tip. Yep. All right? I'm an adult, so it doesn't matter. But when you're a kid, the worst thing to do or the worst thing to get on your birthday is a present wrapped in Christmas paper <laughs> because it never feels like it's your birthday. And yeah. I, wa- I had an aunt who said to me once, what do you want this year, a Christmas present or a birthday present? <laughs> and I wanted to say, what do you want this year, an Easter present or your birthday present? Right. It was a it was a shitty thing to say, and I never forgot it. I got right. that happened when I was a little kid. It's good that it sets you up for the disappointment of real life. You know, yeah, suck yeah. it up, kids, and <laughs> never give a birthday card slash Christmas card. Whoever oh, invented that's those, terrible. Is that a thing that exists? Yes, it is, and oh, it's the worst thing to so receive. Bad. Yeah, so or bad. happy birthday on a Christmas card. That's but also, do you grow up resentful of Jesus that you're in competition with this dude your whole life? No, you actually look forward to Christmas, or I looked forward to Christmas because I knew my birthday was around Christmas. Well, I feel like you got an extended Christmas. You get the the, uh, the extended remix because your Christmas starts on your birthday and then it keeps going and right into New Year's. Holiday. I don't see it as my birthday starts into Christmas. I see it as okay. two separate things and oftentimes people try to mash or amalgamate them yes. and no. Okay. But I got these for Christmas. What do I for my birthday, I should say, not for Christmas. 
What are they? What do they look like to you? I mean, they look like small dates. They're not. Don't don't eat these. Don't eat these. No, because that's great. I was yeah. just no, I'm glad. I'm glad. Let me let me take a picture okay. of these so people know what we're talking about here. They look like uh, dates and a coffee bean. I uh, had a baby, if I'm being honest. That's, yeah, that's or like a, of, an unusual bean of some sort. An unusual bean. Sure, I'll give you that mm. too. It's the seed of the pawpaw fruit. Okay. And Are you going to grow these in your home? I said to my wife, I said, I didn't even say it to my wife. I said to a friend, I'm like, all I want is a pawpaw fruit. Never had it. I've read descriptions of it. Uh-huh. It's a North American fruit. Are you familiar with it? I know. Pawpaw? I've never had it either. Yeah, because the thing about the pawpaw is that they're not commercially grown because they only – they're so perishable yeah. that you couldn't transport them like from Mexico to here if it was an avocado, let's say. Right. Or a mango that you can transport from across the world. So that is eating local. Yeah. And when it's ripe, it's ripe. You have a day, two to <laughs> wow. eat it. That's it. Right. Yeah. So my wife, after hearing me for years now, say, I just want to find a pawpaw. I just want to see what a pawpaw is like. Yeah. Right. And they say it tastes like – so it's indigenous to the northeast of North America – Mm-hmm. And it looks kind of like a mango, and the inside looks like soursop, I think. Yeah. yeah it looks kind of like that and tastes like banana, tastes like a tropical fruit. Okay. And so that's how it's been described. It's also called the poor man's banana. Yeah. It has a bunch of different names. Custard fruit, I think it's also called. And you you are going to grow this in your home? Well, she tried to get – she tried so hard to get pawpaws, and she's like, they're impossible to get. You can't commercially get any or you can't get it. It's only around in October for like two days. Uh, when the fruit is ready on that particular tree. Yeah. And I said, you can get the pulp. And she's like, oh. So she looked for the frozen pulp and she's like, they won't ship it here because the one place that will, that has frozen pulp is in Ohio or Kentucky. And she's like, they won't ship it to Canada. And she was like trying her best to try to find. The, Come on, yeah. Papa industry. So I'm going to try to grow. And the great thing about the Papa tree is you need two. You need the male and the female for it to to produce uh, pawpaws. Okay. So it's, it's a very... This is a long-term project. This is a long-term you project. You have to convert your living room into a tropical... Uh, no, actually, they grow in the north, so not even... I don't though. know. I had... Andy came with uh, two pages of instruction okay. with about 15 different links. Okay. So I will I will take you on the pawpaw journey as I try to grow <laughs> this tree for us. Oh, it would be great to... The way... Um, you know, there's like a, a, a chopper, a live chopper yeah. uh, in the mornings on shows. They have like, oh, we got a traffic update. Ah, uh, we got the pop update, pop update. Yeah, so the pop uh, seed seems to be sprouting today, and we'll give you an update tomorrow when we see how much it sprouted. Um, it's the same update for yeah. three months in a row. Uh, I think it's I think it's bigger. It's it, not it bigger, Mark. Like it, look at it. it didn't get enough light, so that seedling is now dead. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> we shouldn't. It's your birthday gift. Yeah. Come on, huh? so let's listen. live in this beauty of this gift that yeah. you. Gave. I'm, I'm, I was thrilled. Oh, that's I good. Because I, I, I took out the package that was explaining it. I went Papa, and I was thinking Paw Patrol. I'm like. Why did my wife get me Paw Patrol tickets? Like, I didn't quite understand what was going on. Like, I guess I'm taking my nephew to see Paw Patrol live. Yeah. And then I saw – then she's like, no, no, look (laughs) inside. And as soon as I saw the seeds, I was like, I knew what it was. Oh, yeah. And that was it. I'm so happy I didn't eat one like an animal. I don't know what would have happened. Just grab one out of your – well, just – You could have had a reaction. Maybe, but worse, I would have eaten one of your precious Papa seeds. I mean, that's like Jack and and his beanstalk. Meanwhile, I'm just spitting it out going, this is disgusting, (laughs) bro. Why did you let me eat five of them? Uh, well, hopefully this won't be disgusting. This drink that you're talking about. I'm going to make a drink. So you, have you ever heard of the whiskey sour or bourbon sour, amaretto sour? No, Marco. I live in a cave. 
Well, I'm sorry if that's the case. Of course I know okay, the sour Okay, so is. here's a – because I was trying to think, what's an after Christmas drink? Because we did the eggnog. We did the mulled wine. I yeah. could have done some other like a white Christmas that has like vanilla vodka and other fancy things. And I was like, no, I want to do something. If I had leftovers, what could I make? And I thought a turkey stuffing martini probably wouldn't be the best thing ever, right? If you don't want to challenge yourself, fine. Be careful what you wish for, my friend, the next episode. No. What I decided to do was if you have leftover cranberries, and this is when you have real cranberries, yeah. right? You can make this particular drink. And it's a nice drink to have. Even if you don't have leftover cranberries, just get yourself some cranberry juice. I'm actually using cranberry juice because I don't have any leftover cranberries. But we usually make cranberry sauce from actual cranberries. Yeah. That's the way we roll. Sure. Same here. You know that. This is, I'm almost sorry. This is like one of my guilty pleasures is still that, that cranberry out of a can. Yeah, fair that enough. That circular, uh, cylindrical, you know, it comes yeah. out and just slicing that super, super thin and then like, fl- you know, fanning it. Yeah. Something I enjoy about the whole thing of it, even though I'm like, this is like, this is so processed. Yeah. Compared to when I make a, a cranberry sauce, actual cranberries, ginger, cinnamon, uh, simmering for an hour or two, you sure. know. Uh, but I still like the canned stuff too. Tell no one about this. I shan't. One and a half ounces of amaretto. Uh, and I hate it when people call it di Sorono. Yeah. Amaretto is amaretto, and there's a bunch of different people who make it. Di Sorono happens to be a company that makes it's it. It's a brand. It's a brand, thank you. And uh, it's not to say they make it any better than another company like the one I'm using, which is uh, Amaretto del Amoroso. Uh, Omarosa. That just, so, that just flew off your tongue, huh? Yeah, kind of. Well, I kind of <laughs> fucked up there. But, um, uh, but it's just they just have better marketing is how I look at it. Okay. They've been around for a while. So they, you're telling me that people refer to Amaretto as Amaretto di Sorono and they say the entire name as if it's the definitive? That, now what they're doing is they're just calling it di Sorono instead of Amaretto. Oh, right? and is that the company itself That's, that yeah. tried to become the definitive uh, synonymous with, basically? Yeah, and uh, Sorono, di Sorono would mean it's from Sorono. That would be the town, right? Yeah. But then I don't know what happened. I, I did read the history of it one time and I was like, oh, this is kind of – convoluted and boring. But anyways, that <laughs> company has great marketing, but we're not using their amaretto. I'm just using regular amaretto. Soro, no. Yes, that's <laughs> right. Thank you for that. Okay, so I'm using uh, three ounces of orange juice, three ounces of cranberry juice. If you have actual cranberries that you didn't get used in your cranberry sauce, mash them up, make yourself a juice with it, and then keep one of the cranberries to put in in place of the maraschino cherry that would go oh, in as the... As a garnish? As a garnish, yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. And as like a festive, that time of the season, you know. Sure. Give it some love. And now some lime juice. And I'm going to use uh, an ounce of lime juice to give it the sour taste. Okay. You know what? I've made... I think I... I should be an ounce and a half of cranberry and an ounce this and is, a half This of, is one of the sadder moments of this podcast for me where you pull out... Uh, uh, processed lime juice. I know. I just didn't you feel know. like mashing up a lime. I get it. You've had a hard day. You had a long yeah, day. Yeah, I had a long don't, day. Don't think I'm, that you're going to come here and I'm not going to comment on that. Oh, no, fair enough. It, it, well deserved. I'm going to use an ounce of maple syrup because we're in Canada and why not? Okay. Can I pause you for yeah, one second? Yeah. Am I crazy or do yeah. the sours also have egg white in them? It's a That's a great, great uh, I don't see any observation. Eggs. No, yeah. I'm not using any. Your, now, with, with the, the whiskey can. sour, I don't think it needs the uh, the egg white. A lot of recipes do not have okay. the egg whites. This one here with uh, the juices I put in there. I don't know. I just didn't think it not was necessary. Right. No, and I'm but not. But an amaretto sour often will have. No, I've, I've rarely seen, or at least when I worked in restaurants, when we made an amaretto sour, we would not use uh, 
we would, would not use uh, egg whites. Okay. Uh, but other sours, we would. And a lot of sours do call for it. Okay. And I feel like uh, sours in the past have... Uh, I'm making two in, in this one because I think I added too much in case you're wondering why. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I feel you going back to yeah. the well right now. Yeah. And, uh, good so there you yeah. go. Okay. So I, it's in my shaker and I'm going to give it a shake. I'm going to sh- shake away from the... Uh, Take away from me. Yeah, thank you. From the microphone. From the microphone. And from your co-host and also. You. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. There's a lot of... Um, you come to Marcos. Oh, we should mention that we had a, a, a listener right in our uh, Instagram. We did. We did. Her I'll name is Sarah. And Karen. Sa- What's that? Karen. First of all, it's Karen. <laughs> okay. You don't know. Maybe there was a Sarah also. Okay. There's a Karen. And Karen uh, Makes Stuff is yes. her Instagram handle. And she had very nice things to say on Instagram. You can check out our Instagram, Podcasty Drink, on Instagram. And you can see uh, what she was talking about. You can see some of the pictures. You'll see Marco in the flesh. Yes. You'll see some of these drinks. You'll see some wonderful things. Chin, uh, chin, chin, my chin. friend. Okay. You tell me what you think. I'll let you drink. Uh, I didn't have the sour glass. I just used the festive wine glass. Is it all right? Come on. Oh, that, oh come on. And the cranberry juice gives it a different dimension. Right? Yeah, it really does. Still sour, but still it gives... uh, still sweet, still sour. Yeah, yeah. And you put it, you could picture it with a cranberry on a toothpick or just a cranberry in there. Sure. Float a few frozen cranberries. You could freeze the actual cranberry like oh, you would yeah, ice, yeah, and then yeah, throw yeah, them yeah, in yeah. in place of ice. And in fact, frozen cranberries are probably the place where you'll find uh, uh, cranberries. The way to find them more most easily. So yeah, of course. indeed, indeed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's the. That's the after Christmas drink that I recommend for this year, 2018. Great. All yeah, right. That's pretty good. Well, I got a, I got a nice little thing coming uh, up, I'm too. Excited. Should we uh, should we get on to that? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Enjoy your drink. This smells fantastic. I just need to I just need to mention that while you're taking the actual photo of it. Yeah. We're going to take photos in real time and post them because that's how we're going to roll on this podcast. Too bad for the world is what I like to say. <laughs> Too bad for the world, he says. <laughs> No compassion. No. The holidays are over. Not the, I, I hate saying the holidays are over because, man, keep it going. Yeah. Keep, just, keep it rolling. Just enjoy. Okay, so this is, man, one of my, I just love things that are uh, are packaged, little, little packages, you yeah. know? It's like uh, different types of dough and then you open it up and it's like a surprise. What's in it? Yeah. So this is one of my favorite Things uh, I make, I make things like this all the time. Samosas yes. I make, and uh, borek is like a Turkish pie. This is an empanada, yum, which you should know. From I do the know various places in the world, and this thing, my friend, is uh, it's you empanadas at your house during the holidays. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you anyone's having New Year's parties. You want things now. Now, don't get me wrong. An empanada could also be a full meal, depending yeah. on how you could make it the size of an Italian panzerotti. Yeah. From what I understand, in Sicily, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I wanted to bring this up with you, but you dismissed the Sicilian so quickly that yeah. it's just difficult. <laughs> uh, no, no, you had said the word, and you're like, "It's Italian." I'm like, "What are you talking yes. about?" I don't. And I said, "Let me see the word," and then I saw it. And I was like, "It's Sicilian." Sicilian. So it's, I can't. Uh, I can't help you, you there. Don't know. It's a word you don't know. So this thing is just. Um, God, it's it's first of all, it's very easy to make because if you want to use if you want to make the recipe from scratch, it's a it's a you know classic dough. You can find it online. Yep. Uh, flour, baking soda, and and um, water, uh, water. You know, yep. nothing nothing too crazy. Right. Most people could make this dough. No, it's a South American dish. We should South say right. American it's not. Dish. It's not. We mentioned Sicily, but they do some. No, exactly, exactly. You find versions of this across the world, uh, but the empanada 
is, uh, again, goes back to my favorite word, versatile. Yes. It's versatile in the sense that you have uh, any number of fillings. And everywhere you go from uh, Chile to Mexico, where, you know, you will find different stuffings. And sometimes it depends on the type, time of the year. Right, right. Oh, it's close to Easter, we'll stuff it with fish. You know, it's close to Christmas, we'll stuff it with beef. Or sometimes it's ground beef, sometimes it's chunks of beef. Okay, so can I ask you a question and you just be real with me? Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Let's see it. Okay. So I made that cocktail, the cranberry sour. Yeah. And I I said you could make it with leftover cranberries from your your Christmas. Yeah. Could you make an empanada with the turkey that you didn't finish, with the stuffing, et cetera? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, I'm just weaving the threads. Buddy. Buddy, it's perfect what you know. I know what you're saying. Yes. Um, So this is the leftover episode, the holiday leftover episode. It is. And, And so you could have turkey... Classically, okay, you want to make yep. an empanada filling, you want that filling to taste great. That's It has to stand on its filling. Sure. No matter what the dough tastes like. And in the dough, sometimes people will work in lard or butter. Yeah, of course. Beautiful. What I typically do for an empanada filling is a puff pastry. Okay. And so that is very simple. Yeah. That you just can't screw and it up. And that's buttery itself, right? It's like buttery it's, yeah. itself. And so uh, it also it kind of gets the party started. You know, people get pretty excited. Um, Your family I, yes. is going skiing. After after Christmas, yeah. from Christmas to New Year's, they're going to go on the slopes. Yeah. You make some turkey empanadas with a turkey and the stuffing that you had at Christmas yeah. time. Yeah. You send them on the slopes with that out of this world. If you picture that, okay? You're on yeah. the ski lift. Yeah. You're a little snacky. Yeah. You could you could have some crappy a, granola bar of some yeah. kind, but instead, into your breast pocket yeah. you go. Something you've been keeping warm with your own body heat. You pull it out on the lift on on, on the ski lift, and you eat this warm turkey. Empanada with with hints of uh, of of, of uh, mm. not hints with stuffing mixed in there and hints of cranberry. Okay, so you had roast beef yes. for Christmas. Yes. You take the roast beef. Yes. You you dice it up <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> passion, la pasión es increíble, amigo. Some yes. rosemary. Yes. Throw in some cranberries. Empanada. Yeah. Send your children. On a tobogganing Absolutely. trip. There you go. Absolutely. So that for leftovers, it's great. Yeah. If you want to make it from scratch, you need, you know, think about some, some of these sort of more Latin ingredients, chili powder, cumin, Amazing. Uh, dried oregano, uh, tomato paste. Amazing. Those kind of things will give the meat some flavor, and then you can add whatever, pepper, sure. mushrooms, whatever you feel like. One of my favorite things is what they do in Chile. Yes. Because it, Chile, I will tell you, was... Uh, Shout out to our listeners in Santiago. Santiago. So you may know Salvador Allende, Isabel who Allende. Who doesn't? These are who doesn't. So it's these, a great he cobbler. Was the president I had a broke... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he may have been. I'm not going to refute that. Um Leader of the country in the early seventies. Yes. Uh, so his words, I had to, I had to uh, uh, note this down. He wanted uh, uh, the the national character of his political project to be a revolution with the flavor of red wine and the scent of an empanada. Oh. So I mean, uh, that's the place to go. In my mind, the Chileans are doing sort of you know the best empanada, and I say that reluctantly no, because no. people will go, "Oh, you have never been to our Panama," mm-hmm. you know. This, and but uh, you know they're doing great things. And um, empanadas, I must say this also. We talked about this on previous episodes about do you like having sweet things in there? That happens sometimes sure. too. You can have it with like hard boiled egg, uh, you know, olives, and then raisins are in there. You're like, what is this? And yet it's still good. And we had raisin debates, and I'm sure we'll continue to have raisin debates. I would love that. 
Give me those raisins. Give me those sultanas. Give them to me however you want, and I will take them. Okay. Now yeah. I want you to try this. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So uh, empanada. By the way, if anybody wants a little lesson in, uh, yeah. what do you what do you think empanada? You recognize any words in uh, in empanada, the word empanada? I would say is a stuffed bread. Pane pane pane. pane. Look empanada, at this guy. Yeah. There he is. He I speak exactly. a bit of Spanish. Is the yeah. problem? Oh, is right? that so you asked me a question that I should have. I should have sort of. <laughs> What's in Marco's okay. mind? So I'm gonna I'm gonna. Are you sharing any of this? Or are you good? Uh, no, you. I All want right. you to have. Right. This and and I want you to have this with this sauce oh, cool. over here too, which is basically. Oh my God! This is isn't that amazing? This is fantastic. Okay, well, that's what we're talking about. So this sauce this that is I warm make and savory, and winter and yeah. it just hearty. It just it's perfect. It's not getting me dirty. I'm not making a mess. It's the perfect amount. So you're hearing uh, Marco uh, mm-hmm. have a, a, a mini uh, empanada-asm right now. And uh, <laughs> wouldn't you want your guests to have something exactly like that? This Again, is fantastic. Puff pastry is what I use here. And for the sauce, basically, mm-hmm. it is a um, – Oh, geez, what is the word? I'm blanking on the word. These salsa they, verde. No, it's a salsa verde you can use, but it's um, chimichurri sauce. Oh yes, of effectively course. chimichurri, which yeah. is parsley oh, and cilantro and um, cumin, chili flakes. I use lime juice. You can put red wine vinegar in there, and then I just make a little bit creamy, a little bit of coconut in there. This is fantastic. All right, we're rocking, buddy. So that's that is my it suggestion. Has it has flavor. It has spice. It's a perfect size. Yeah. And 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 let's get back to versatility. Uh, no matter what your guests eat, you will, you can make empanadas for them, right? Mm-hmm. You can also make just corn and potato sure. and some other sort of brightly colored vegetables. Uh, season them well and stuff that. How difficult is this to make? Scale of one to ten. I'm going to go three on this. Okay. I was going to say one, and then mm-hmm. I go no, but I have the experience in a kitchen. Let's say for somebody who has no experience in a kitchen, um, puff pastry, roll it out. Yeah. Yeah, stuff it with the meat. Yeah. Close it. Close it using a fork, the tines of a fork. Right. You've got that How nice important pattern. is the seal? I'm just oh. going to keep eating this. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this, is a, this is a huge compliment mm-hmm. to me because normally you eat one bite and you're like, this is great, and then you don't eat it. Because i got to talk. Yeah. i got to talk. I, no, like, you I know, you. We make enough gross noises that I have to edit <laughs> out. The last thing our listeners need is for me to just continue chomping. I brought tissues here, Mark. I have it in my pocket. Oh, do you have it in your pocket? Okay, great. Okay, great. No, no, no. For you. I'm thinking for you. Uh, the seal is pretty critical. Okay. A, uh, um, uh, a out of respect for your guests. Okay. This is a finger food. Yeah. Right? So imagine a spring roll where you didn't close one end of the spring roll. Mm-hmm. You could have like spring roll ingredients in, in the palm of somebody's hands dripping down their arm. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. So the seal is key. Don't be lazy when you're sealing it. And um, for my money, you know, I'm sure there's people who uh, – uh, try to make low-fat versions of this. Mm-hmm. If you want this to be low-fat, just eat less. Make smaller empanadas. I love that. I don't know what we do. That should be embroidered at the Smithsonian. Yeah. <laughs> if you want low-calorie or diet... Just eat, less. just eat less. Just eat less of the proper but thing. This is my. This is the way I work with everything. You know, I often see people make recipes with like ten chilies in it, and then they go through the effort of deseeding each chili. Yeah. Just put one chili in. Why? What are you doing all this yeah. for, for color? I mean, sometimes there's value in it, but often it's like if you don't want all that heat. 
then you don't need to do. You don't just have less. That's I ate it. that like it was my job. It's gone. Yeah, it's, it's gone. gone. That was very quick. Okay, great. Um, now, did you did you um, use anything for color? Did you brush it with? Uh, you can use an egg wash. Okay. Okay. You can use extra butter. I would never do that with a puff pastry. Buttery no, no. enough. Uh, so no, I didn't need to do anything on that. Wow. And what and, a smell in this booth right yeah, now. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, it's just, it's just, and this sauce, yeah, out of this world, perfect, great, perfect, great. You know, the Brits make a clangor. There's certain uh, places in, in Britain where they make a like a Devonshire clangor. I've never yeah. heard that word. So the Devonshire clangor is something else that I want, which is basically that is. There's got to be a sex move called the clangor, also. Oh yeah, there I must mean, have come been, on. Like, since the, since think about the, the people in Devonshire, yeah. like you know. <laughs> Uh, shout out to them. But Do no. I have to? Okay. Yeah, shout out to them. Of course. So the clanger is basically a rough puff pastry. So like like you said, it's just flour and water and maybe, maybe if they have a little a, a sprig of baking soda hmm. and that's it. And then they would make it so that it was really, really, um, really, really sturdy. And the, and the dough, I don't even think they use – I think it was just flour and water. They'd make a really a hard dough, stuff it with – Kidneys and pork and whatnot, mm-hmm. and then they would they would bake it. And they would send it to the workers, so women would bake it for their husbands. That would go sure. off to work in the industrial age, and they would that would be their thing. Now yeah. the Devonshire clanger, what they do is they put a little piece of rough puff in the middle, and they have savory on one side, and generally speaking, the classic was an apple apple uh, sweet on the other side. So you would have eat one side of the clanger. Are you kidding me? Flip it around when you're done, and there was your dessert. I mean, yeah. And now all of a I sudden, I have that. a lot of respect for Devonshire. We yeah. slagged them off at the beginning, but now it's like, guys, mm-hmm. you're geniuses. You're. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like, like I now I need that. Like I needed the pawpaw. I need that yeah, as well. Yeah, I need yeah, to yeah. know what yeah. it tastes like. All right. I went crazy when I when I found uh, what the hell is it called? A Bakewell tart. Have you ever had a Bakewell tart? No, I know that name, but I don't. I have not had that because I secretly love. The Great British Bake Off. So all these things came this to me. This may be the third time you've told me. I know. So it's I just, not a great I love, secret. I, it's not a great secret. No, no. It's not a great keeping. secret. Yeah. <laughs> and it won't be. But I can, I can continue to reference it like that. Like I'm whispering like yeah. I don't want the world to know. But I shout it from the mountaintop. I love that show. Yeah. Speaking of shows, one of our listeners told us that we need to watch on Netflix Salt, Fat, Fat Acid, Acid, Heat. Yes. Have you watched it yet? Uh, no. What I did do was uh, listen to the uh, – um, oh God, I'm forgetting her name. She's okay. a Persian yes, lady who, yes. stopped, who started this. Nasreen, maybe. Doesn't let's matter. call her Nasreen. Let's, let's call her Nasreen for now. Uh, but I, I don't want to mess her name up. No, no, she's mess so her lovely. Name. She was uh, a guest of uh, a guest on Fresh Air on NPR. Oh, cool. And so it was a good 30 minutes. Right. It's a two part interview, and she goes through all the components yeah. and why she went that in that direction and what each of those components do for food. And I. I find it such an incredibly simple way of breaking down food. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever told you that. I have friends. No, who, I uh, love it. Yeah. Well, I haven't told you yet. No, no, but I love, love, I love how love it. you're so <laughs> excited about it. A friend of mine, uh, shout out to Ken Kunichek in, in Montreal, who will used be to tell me who will rename name, uh, nameless. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Ken. So, Ken. Uh, a friend of mine from my youth would tell me, uh, as far as cooking goes, yeah. cooking for him was like, Ali, you go in the kitchen, you kind of throw a smoke bomb on the ground, and then you exit the kitchen with a platter of food. He Love goes, that, that's, that's what food is to me. It's mm. like, I doesn't, I, it doesn't make any sense to me how you can go in my kitchen okay. using my stuff from, and things from my fridge and come back out with, with prepared food. This wow. is 
I feel that way about certain things too. Like when people build a bathroom from the ground up, right. I'm like, hey, this is magic. Right. He did magic. So I get it, but of course I don't apply it to food. Food is, and I feel like that woman, Nasreen, uh, who are we are mistakenly calling uh, Nasreen. What a beautiful uh, name, Nasreen. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, so if it's not her it's name, she should change it. Think about it. Maybe yeah. a middle name, a nickname. Yeah. Nasreen, uh, you really you did a great job in breaking it all down and simplifying mm-hmm. it. And food does have to be demystified sometimes, you know, right. so people can understand. 100%. Um, Same with cocktails. Yeah. Because people oh, think, yeah. oh, it's so hard. It's so this, it's so that. No, no, just do it. Just try. Make the mistakes. Figure it out. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and even when you make a mistake, uh, so your drink is a little salty. You're still going to drink it. Yeah. You lush. Yeah. Sometimes mistakes can be happy accidents that yes. then become food, like the Caesar salad, buffalo chicken wings. These were all mistakes that became staples that we know today. Right. We will watch that show and do a mini episode on what we think about. Uh, Amazing. All right. Amazing. It's uh, eight, eight hours, I think. It's three, four times two, I believe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And our listener, Nima, was the one who said that we need okay. to watch it. So we'll, we'll, we'll shout Nima, her. probably an invented name by you as yeah, well. Yeah. I think no? he's Persian as well. Okay, all right. Nasarima, okay, no. I'm going to call her. <laughs> okay. Dang it. I love that. We will have her name right for the episode that we do on Salt But I will pronounce it incorrectly, just to stay honest. As you do. As I do. As you As do. I do. All right, so I guess now i got to put on a blindfold. I'm not going to complain. No. Uh, I'm listening back. I complained in a lot of them. I'm just going to just just work it out. All right, let's do this. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. I'm ready. Are you ready, though? Okay, so okay. I've, uh, I'm not going to say anything beforehand because okay. that kind of ruins it. But this one, mm-hmm. uh, should I put it in your hand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it in my hand. I'd like it in my hand if I can. Jesus. All right. Okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. He likes it. He likes it. Okay. Describe it. What do you got there? Okay, it is pliable. It is flat, and and uh, and uh, flat. And I'm gonna say it is. What is it called? Geometric in shape. It feels geometric. Give her a sniff, bud. Okay. It. I think it's a dried. I'm gonna say it's a dried fruit. It doesn't really have. You're it, pretty much sticking it into your nose at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not supposed to eat it. Well, too bad. It's That's in my mouth now. Yeah, no, it's great. No, eat it. Okay, this is dried. This is dried food. <laughs> it's mango. It's dried it's mango. It's dried mango. Oh, I got it! Yeah! 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 yeah. yeah. Oh. The I levels so loud. I screamed so loud on that one. Sorry. The levels, man. the levels went up. But oh. but you're screaming, which I, I assume you'll be able to fix in post. I can't. There's I can't, no way to no, fix people, it. You can't they're, lower their headphones. I'm gonna lower it as best I can, but I, I screamed too close <laughs> to the mic. Oh, sorry, folks. That is the passion of a man who has felt so down on himself from the past few weeks of uh, just failure after failure, abject I mean, failure. You gave but, me one that was so close to what we were eating or making, and yeah. And I, I'm like not going to make excuses. No, I just I, I shit the bed a few times there. I know, but I also try to pull in some left turns. You know, mm. I try to be sneaky about it. But yes. anyway, this is I got a bag of this dried mango yeah. uh, at Christmas. Massive bag. I okay. don't know where these guys went for Listen. this. Uh, great gift. What mm. are the ingredients in this? You think? Mango. Yes. Sulfuric acid. No. Oh. Stops at mango. 
That's perfect. That's it. It's That's just right. sometimes dry they'll, they'll use they'll use some not sulfuric acid. They'll use like citric acid. So, right? Yeah, or sodium benzoate. Yeah, yeah. Some of these things. Mm-hmm. But what they often do, mm-hmm. which bothers me the most, oh, okay, sugar. Yeah, you don't need sugar. It's mango. Oh. It's I've seen sugar in dates, glucose yeah. in dates. It's oh, crazy. Geez. Dried cranberries. Why are you putting sugar in them? Why? Well, why dr- is our... cranberries can be very tart. Yeah, so but people that's... want to balance it. But you're no, having no, no, it because you it's tart. No, no. The whole reason a cranberry is tart is because it's meant to be tart. I and if like you want something sweet, me. no. I'm just saying, like, you don't need to make something that's not meant to be sweet sweet. Not everything we I put it. You. Not I everything we jam in our face has to be sweet. And in North America, it seems like everything we jam in our fucking mouth has to be sweet. And that's that's my soapbox. Okay, so you were saying about mango. Sorry, I get passionate. This is the way I felt about. Yeah, no, you you got to be excited. I'm excited for you. This is the way I felt about candied yams. Okay, it's a sweet potato. It's already sweet. It's a sweet product. Marshmallows, Mm. maple syrup, maraschino cherries, and Mm. your gut. Anyway, I understand your passion. I'm not as angry about the cranberry thing. I, you know, because it's like a jam to me. I'm like, some of these jams have a lot of sugar. If mm. you've ever made jam, it's obscene. Yeah. Uh, but I was very happy to have a one-ingredient product to give you. Beautiful. No, yeah. Yeah, because it, was, it wasn't clouded. Yeah. To be honest with you, I got a little nervous. I know. Because you're when, be like, I, when I felt no it, because I was like, jerk is giving me No, because I thought it could be a mushroom. It could be a dried mushroom. Yeah. It didn't really have a smell to it. Or my olfactory glands are just off today, but I didn't. I didn't have this. It wasn't the smell of a beautiful mango. Like right. it was. What didn't have that smell at all. It had a texture of, of a, almost like a dried mushroom, like yeah. an oyster mushroom. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. And right. I almost said that, but I was like, it doesn't have the ridges. And when you said it's a, a geometric, uh, what, what word? Shape. Like use? it had like almost like a uh, a, a triangular shape. shape. I was like, oh, he's gonna throw himself off. He's gonna think it's like some kind of a. Dorito candy or something. No, like it, was, it, yeah. it kind of felt like an isosceles triangle to yeah. be specific. But now, and then I got worried. This, there's a lot of different shapes yeah. here, right? Yeah, I just happened to get one that yeah. was a little bit more triangular. But I got worried because I'm like, he wouldn't do this to me. He wouldn't give me shark fin because he knows how against that I am. <laughs> um, and I got, I got, I'm like, it can't be like. And first of all, you wouldn't if you were to give me something like that. I'd be very upset. But secondly, okay. I don't think you would actually give me the dried shark. Okay, yeah. so for our next episode, I'll have to make a little bit of an adjustment. Let me just mark that down in my book. Okay. No, all no right. but that was that was really – I got that right away. I knew that right away. And I was like, okay, it's a dried fruit. It's a trop. I should have I should have talked my way through it. But as soon as I knew, I just shouted it out. I'm excited yeah. for you. Thank you for that I'm one. Gonna, that one made yeah. me happy. <laughs> hey, was that a lob? Did you just throw me a, like a – No, like, no. I, I don't know how familiar, familiar you are mm-hmm. with mango. Mm-hmm. It's Pakistanis, Indians. It's like, you know, from day one, it's like – Mango, mango. It's so, so important. Yeah. And then we, we have so much hatred for mangoes from other countries because oh, really? we're like, oh, God, what is this North African garbage? Oh, Mexican. wow. No, yeah. I'm not like that. I'm an open-minded no, no, human fair being. Enough. But people who've grown up in South Asia eating certain types of mangoes wow. will literally, you know, I have a friend who uh, who lived in Libya for, uh, I want to say three or four years, and the mango she ate there made it such that she will never eat a mango again. Really? Because she was like, it'll never be as good, so there's no point. Let me just live with my memories wow. of Libyan mangoes. You know, this is the kind of the love passion that, that yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so for, for someone like myself, white European Mangoes were not it introduced to me in my diet as a kid. It's yeah, not. It's poor, not something. No, it's not something historically my family would have had. Right until we came to North America, and my mom was like, "Yeah, mangoes are fantastic." So let me ask you this: that dried mango, how? What are the uses that you would use it as a South Asian, South, Southeast Asian man? 
Honestly, dried mango, uh, the only thing that really comes to mind is as a, as a, as a substitute for something that's sweet and uh, unhealthy. So a snack. So that's that's, that's a snack. That so then it. how else do you use mangoes? How do oh, yes. you, Ali, use mangoes in your daily life? So I've made mango creme brulee. That is with mango pulp. Yes. Uh, that That's always been a really big hit. I have eaten mango generally just the same way you'd eat an orange okay. or a banana. Yeah, just, just like, that. like a fruit. What are your tips on on deseeding it or or carving Well, it depends, this? man. You know, you can. Uh, there are certain mangoes, yeah. Indian Pakistani mangoes. You start to squeeze the mango. Yeah. You squeeze it like almost until it's this like a erotic. bean the way bag. You it's very see, erotic. Like he's the way he's manipulating his hands. You basically have a. You, you, it starts sort of firm, and by the end, it's got. It's like a bean bag with a pit in the middle, and then you rip off just a tip. Oh, this is and you really, suck this on is, it this like is, it is a. Uh, Sipsack. Does that do you know that reference? Sipsack. No, no, you know but I bet you Hefner knew what that was. No, Sipsack okay. was like those little bags of juice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you put a straw like in a the Capri middle. Sun or a yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. you didn't call them Sipsacks. No, we just called them juice boxes. But it was a bag. I didn't really have the bag ones. Jesus, what a horrible upbringing you've Sorry. had. First the no mangoes, now the no Sipsack. Anyway, comes up. right in. If you also don't know what I'm talking about, I feel like this is everybody in North America's experience. A sharp edge straw into a bag, and then you would just inhale no, that bag of juice. No. no, no. The closest thing I can think of is a Capri Sun, which kind of looked like a like when you're saying a bag. Was it like a loose bag, almost like a little jellyfish like, you know or an amoeba? Get, or you know when it, you get bags of milk, yeah, you picture the liter bag of milk. Picture something a quarter of that size. And exactly that material, and you pierce okay. it with a straw. And for anyone who's not from Canada, yeah. yes, we have bags of milk. <laughs> we have bags we have, of we, milk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's like we just got to explain that. Yes. Look online. We'll post a picture of that yeah. just so you guys are like, what is, what is he talking about? Bag of milk. It comes yeah. in a jug. Milk sex. Oh, okay, so, okay, so you, how else, how do you use mangoes in your cuisine, though? Like, do you use There's a salad? Right now, okay. yeah, you can. No, but not you can. How do you use it? Okay, so here okay. are the, the few ways that come to mind. Okay. Mango milkshake. Yum. As I said, mango creme brulee. Yum. Slices, if it's a firm mango, in spring rolls. In oh, a wow. fresh, like Vietnamese-style spring, uh, spring roll wrapped in a rice paper yes. wrapper. There, I will have mangoes and peppers and mm-hmm. bean sprouts. That's always very nice. Mm-hmm. And then mango salad. On its own, if I'm again, it has to be a firm mango. If it's very sweet, there's no point. Just okay. eat it like a fruit. But if it's firm, has a little bit of tartness, then it is amazing in like a Thai style um, salad with my mouth is watering like crazy with mm-hmm. fish sauce and some brown sugar and some chilies and lime juice. That type of dressing with a tart, firm mango, mm-hmm. oof, good stuff. Oh, very wow. good stuff. That's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. A mango. When I go to buy a mango, yes. What's your tip? These are important uh, things, right? Smell is a big deal. Okay. Color is a big deal. Not too many black blemishes. And okay. again, this is I'm answering a general question, mm-hmm. which is very difficult to answer because it also, when you go to buy like Mexican mangoes, which are red and green, you're looking for right. a different color. When oh. you go to buy these uh, Atolfo mangoes, then it's a different uh, ball game. also. They're like this beautiful yellow color of like an egg yolk. And anyway, there's just dozens and dozens of mangoes out there. So it really depends what you're what you're going for. If you yeah. want a firm mango for that salad, you're looking for something else. And if you want to just have they like, celebrate the fruit, like my kids, yeah, 
just that pit, the fight over the pit. Wow. And just suck on the pit. And then there's like, you know, it's right down to the elbows, yeah. the mango juice. And, and then you get those strings in the between oh, your teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you yeah. don't have floss, forget it. Game over. Oh, man. Don't go out in public. You know what I find fascinating? How I talked about the pawpaw and you didn't know I was going to talk about it. And it's like, and I mentioned how it looks like a mango and it's often referred to as the North American mango. Okay. Yeah. I did not even know that. Yeah, yeah. I called it, it's also, it's called the poor man's banana and it supposedly has that, the flavor of banana or the texture yeah. of banana. I don't know. I've never had it. That's my problem. I'm describing something I've never had. I'm going by hearsay <laughs> and it's driving me nuts. And still with a bit and it's going to take me 10 years before I have, if I have a tree, right. two trees, because I need two trees in order to have it. So funny. Oh, man. Oh, man. Tell us what a, tell us what a papa tastes like. Oh, please write in about Papa's yeah. and tell this guy he's a lunatic if it does not totally. taste like a banana. Uh, and also, if you have Papa trees, uh, take pictures of that and send it to us. Rub please. that in our face. Yeah, you got Rub to. that right in our face. And maybe you'll give up on your mission if you see them. You're like, what? It's going to take me my whole life? I'll be dead before then. Ali, I'm going to say Christmas did not end for me because I was able to guess the mango. Thank you for that. All right? I'm really <laughs> happy. I'm really happy about that. Well, happy holidays to you, buddy. Enjoy Enjoy yourself. We'll see each other after the New Year. That's happy right. New Year to you. Happy New Year to our listeners. Happy New Year to you. And uh, tune in next time for uh, for shark fin no and never no? Okay, never sorry. I will not I had a friend just on a final note my friend refused to have his birthday at a restaurant he wanted to go to because they serve shark fin yeah. and he knew how much it bothered no, me shark fin I'm uh, being facetious right yeah. now and I'm being insensitive it is a completely thoughtless product yeah. you are decimating a population yeah. for the sake of this This and I've had it before I've had oh. it once and uh, it's not worth it right? not I hear worth it tastes it terrible. At all. Yeah. what the hell yeah. what are we doing here exactly it's just the keeping up with the Joneses yep. of you know yeah. particularly yeah. the Chinese but you know different different cultures sure. would just want to do that sure yeah. well listen happy new year to everyone thank you for listening please rate if you want to give us a post Christmas uh present or a new year's present give us a five-star review review us subscribe share do whatever you can it's the best stocking stuff that we can hope for five stars (laughs) we're going to keep our stockings up just for this all right thank you very much everybody until we eat again we hope you got your fill of eat and drink with ali hassan and marco timpano follow them on instagram and twitter at podcast eat drink email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcast eat drink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up. <laughs>